put that back on before I lose it. Good morning to everyone. It's good to see you here as, this, as we gather for this time of worship. Um, we're always glad to have visitors here with us and hope that you'll come back to worship with us on uh, many, many future occasions. You will notice in your bulletin um, that today is the day that we receive uh, an offering for Epworth Children's Home, part of the Workday offering, and we invite you to, um, to make an extra offering above and beyond what you normally give in support of our children there at Epworth Children's Home. My aunt was a house mother down there, and my niece is now a social worker there. So we invite you to, to help us with that good cause. A um, couple of other announcements. The Partners in Faith class will be hosting a baby shower for Lee and Marnie Dumas on Sunday afternoon the 19th. That's a drop-in from 2.30 to 4.30 in the Family Life Center. And we invite you to come to that. Uh, it says she is having a girl. So that is exciting. The initial meeting for the Embracing the Journey Bible Study hosted by Jim, Jimmy Fowler and Lynn Pennington will be this evening at 6.30 in the social hall. This will be a get acquainted time and time to distribute material and discuss the format of the study. Our other Sunday night programs continue uh, as usual for children and adults. The children's choirs begin at 5.30 and run to 6.15. And then the Bible study mission kids program for the children is from 6.15 until 7. It says we are finishing up our first mission project of the fall. And so bring in cereal bars um, to support the um, sheriff's snack programs. So uh, we invite you to, to remember these things. I think that's all my many announcements. Um, but it is good to see all of you here. And glad we can be together for this time of worship. We uh, let us now begin our time together.
Affirmation of Faith is the Apostles' Creed on page 881 of your hymnal. Let us unite in this historic confession of the Christian faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered in the Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Be seated, please. We'll ask our children to wait for something special for them a little bit later during our, um, the start of our second hymn. Um, Beverly will be taking some folks out to, up to the library, so um, we will invite you to be patient a few minutes until you have that special activity for you. Our Old Testament lesson is recorded in Jeremiah chapter 4, verses 11 and 12 and 22 through 28. At that time, this people in Jerusalem will be told, a scorching wind from the barren heights in the desert blows toward my people, but not to winnow or cleanse, a wind too strong, for that comes from me. Now I pronounce my judgment against them. And then to verse 22, my people are fools, they do not know me. They are senseless children. They have no understanding. They are skilled in doing evil. They know not how to do good. I looked at the earth, and it was formless and empty, and at the heavens, and their light was gone. I looked at the mountains, and they were quaking, at the hills, and the hills were swaying. I looked, and there were no people. Every bird in the sky had flown away. I looked, and the fruitful land was a desert. All its towns lay in ruins before the Lord, before his fierce anger. This is what the Lord says. The whole land will be ruined, though I will not destroy it completely. Therefore the earth will mourn, and the heavens above grow dark, because I have spoken and will not relent. I have decided and will not turn back. Here ends the lesson. At this time, we're privileged to share in a sacrament, the sacrament of baptism, for William Allen Grugan III, son of Will and Candace Grugan, and we invite them to come forward now along with uh, any in the family that would like to come stand with them as we celebrate uh, this moment of baptism. Lim, L-I-A-M, last part of his name, Lim. Okay, uh, very good. That beats Trey. The minute I say that, there are three or four trays out there, right? I invite you in the congregation to turn to... Um,
page 44 in your hymnal for a response that we will ask you to make in a few moments. Baptism is an outward and visible sign of the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Through its grace we become partakers of his righteousness and heirs of life eternal. Those receiving the sacrament are thereby marked as Christian disciples and initiated into the fellowship of Christ's holy church. Our Lord has expressly given to little children a place among the people of God, which holy privilege must not be denied them. Remember the words of the Lord Jesus Christ, how he said, Let the children come to me, do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Do you, in presenting this child for holy baptism, confess your faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? If so, will you say, we do? Do you therefore accept as your bounden duty and privilege to live before this child a life that becomes the gospel, to exercise all godly care that he be brought up in the Christian faith, that he be taught the holy scriptures, and that he learn to give reverent attendance upon the private and public worship of God? If so, will you say, we do? Will you endeavor to keep this child under the ministry and guidance of the church until he, by the power of God, shall accept for himself the gift of salvation and be confirmed as a full and responsible member of Christ's holy church? If so, will you say, we will?
Our epistle lesson is 1 Timothy 1, verses 12 through 17. I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has given me strength, that he considered me faithful, appointing me to his service. Even though I was once a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent man, I was shown mercy because I had acted in ignorance and unbelief. The grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly, along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his unlimited patience as an example for those who would believe on him and receive eternal life. Now to the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Here ends the lesson.
Let us unite our hearts in prayer. Lord, we are thankful both for the moral code that you have given us that guides our actions and tells us how people of loving faith should live, but we're equally thankful for the grace that you give us for those times when we failed, when we fail in our own best efforts to maintain those good moral values. And we're grateful that you forgive us. And we pray that as you use us as a community of faith, both to uphold the standards of community and to offer grace to sinners, that we might embody the spirit of Jesus in all that we do, and that we might be able to go forth into our community as Jesus went into his community with loving care and grace for those who are lost. We are thankful for the good news that when one sheep out of a hundred gets lost, or one coin out of ten gets lost, that the good shepherd and the good woman housekeeper go to great length to recover what is lost. We're thankful that Jesus came to earth and went to great, great length to recover the lost possession of Almighty God. We are truly conscious of the fact that Jesus gave his life for us, suffered and died for us, and then rose victoriously for us just so we might be found and that through him we might be led back home to our Heavenly Father. We're so grateful for this, Lord. And we're thankful to know that your value that you place in us is so great. And that when any of us returns to you, there is a celebration in eternity and joy in heaven over every one of us as we return to you. What good news that is, Lord. Help us also to rejoice when those around us turn their lives around and come back to us and come back to you. We're mindful this day of persons who are going through times of grief and those who are going through times of healing from surgeries or accidents. We pray for these, our loved ones, our friends, that you would be with them and give them strength, that you would comfort those that are mourning this day, and that you would raise up those.